Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Zero Bytes podcast. I know it's been a while. Uh, sorry, uh, we I had some stuff. Jesse had some stuff to take care of. We both had things. So Steve, you know, we had Thanksgiving over here in the states. Yeah, there was Thanksgiving. Yeah, there was Thanksgiving for you guys, and there was a virtual Thanksgiving for us. We were just celebrating with you guys. <laughs> So I had turkey. Although, uh, I had turkey twice. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say more correctly that we eat for Thanksgiving. We don't celebrate for Thanksgiving. True that. We ate. You know, not to not to get too political, but I could say that uh, Melissa and I definitely don't find it a day to celebrate. Well, we don't celebrate either a lot of things, but this time. My dad decided you know. to my decide my dad decided to say uh, to, to to celebrate with you guys. It was like, hey, they're having Thanksgiving. Why, why can't <laughs> we? Yeah, there you go. Everybody so, can have turkey. Yeah, we had tur we had turkey twice on Sunday and on actual Thanksgiving uh, day. Yeah, uh, we had turkey, but we didn't have it until after Thanksgiving. Oh, and we didn't have it in the traditional way either. <laughs> Uh, how do you how do you guys I was all, I always had this on my mind how do you guys actually cook your turkeys on Thanksgiving uh, traditionally most most uh, American households what they'll do is uh, put the turkey in a brine okay the whole, the whole entire turkey goes in a brine okay like a big giant container just full of salt and spices and water yeah same for a few days oh for a few days. Possible from anywhere from one to three days. Is what what, do, you, what do you make the the actual sauce out of? Sorry, guys. I know this uh, is a zero. Uh, this is a Linux podcast, but we tend to talk about casual stuff from time to time. It was Thanksgiving, right? And uh, feel free, you know, go in your package manager of choice and just look for turkey. <laughs> yeah. I hope that nobody installs something called turkey on yeah. the box. But uh, what but, do you make? Okay, so what you do, there's not usually a sauce in the way that you might be thinking. And I'll I mean, what way. do you douse it in? In, in, in uh, the way we do oh, it, when it, is we put well, here it. Is, uh, are you thinking like yogurt marinades and stuff oh, like that? Oh, no, no. The way we no, do it no. is we take a whole uh, a, a container, uh, we put the turkey in, we douse it in beer. Uh, beer is a good choice. Yeah, beer, carrots, uh, pine, because uh, we have a lot of Juniper? pine. Pine. It's pine seed. Okay. Pine seeds. Okay. Uh, we don't. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've uh, unless you're thinking of. Do you call? We call. We have something called pine nuts. Like we'll use for pesto. Uh, the, the white thing, the the small white thing, we call it pine seeds. Yeah, I think, I think pine we seed. call them pine nuts. It's probably yeah. the same yeah. thing. Yeah, so we put those and we put uh, some oil, salt, and that's it. Oh, okay. and... Uh, no, it's much more involved, uh, especially if I do it. What, what we'll do is, uh, if we're using a brine, it's usually simple at that stage. All we're really trying to do is salt the turkey from that. So oh. we uh, put it... Water, salt, sugar, maybe some spices, uh, some cloves, some things ah, like cloves. that. Cloves, we add cloves too, yeah. So, and it'll sit in that brine for anywhere from a few hours to 
a few days. Mm. They may, if it's going to be a few days, it's common to both add ice and change the water and ice to keep the turkey from warming up. Yeah. Uh, but I stopped doing all that a few years, a uh, year or two ago. Because oh, okay. we have a practice that we call uh, spatchcock, where you basically butterfly the turkey. What does butterfly mean? Uh, think of the wings of a butterfly, and what you do is you cut uh, along both sides of the spine, and you yeah. take the spine out. Ah, then you okay. flip it over and press down so that the turkey is sort of Almost opened flat. up. Yeah. yeah. And what happens is it roasts faster. And it roasts more evenly. Oh, that's a nice idea. I should tell my dad. But but to season it, we uh, we make pockets underneath of the skin, and you season butter or oil, and you put it underneath the skin so that it doesn't burn in the oven, so that it doesn't just dry to the skin. It stays between the skin and the meat. Oh, we do something similar like that, but instead of putting what you put, we put ghee. Okay, uh, put, and then you season the ghee. Yeah, and we put uh, we put cinnamon uh, and cinnamon powder, okay. of course, uh, right? And uh, pepper, different kinds of peppers, mm -hmm. uh, and we leave it there for twenty four hour twenty four hours to to forty eight hours. Okay, uh, for it to drink the whole beer and everything, and then sure, on sure. the side, on the side, sometimes, not all the time, it's. We do it differently each time, but this time what we did was on the side we did rice, pine nuts, nuts, uh, and dried uh, uh, grapes. Uh, okay. Well, that was let me adjust one of my lights as being a little weird. So we it, it was delicious, and for some reason my dad decided to to do another thing on the side was fish. Like, oh, fish is wonderful all the time. Turkey and fish at the same time. I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm sure. Uh, what do we normally do? Normally, if we have more than one meat, it'll be a turkey. It'll be ham. Oh, ham is very common. Love um, ham. Love me some ham. Sometimes, sometimes we'll have uh, Polish kibasa with sauerkraut as a side dish. Yeah. So it's another meat there. Sometimes oh, we'll the, have... Uh, the types of meat we have around the turkey is uh, different sausages. Yes, sausages are great. Uh, and more turkey ham. You it, <laughs> do you do the... Uh, do you do a stuffing inside the turkey? Yes. We, my dad usually puts uh, a couple of apples mm. to season it. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oranges are good if you can get them oh, too. Oh, that's the uh, that's the other thing I I forgot. It, it was the beer. We include or, orange juice in. Uh, yes, beer and orange juice is great. It's uh, amazing. It makes the turkey become reddish and so yeah. sweet and sour. It's amazing. Uh, and I know. Uh, some people sometimes say here beer is a secret ingredient. It's very good. Uh, let's see what else do we have. Sometimes people will take the entire turkey and put it in a giant drum on top of a fire and deep fry the whole thing, just oh, the yeah. entire bird, and they just lower it into a barrel full of oil and fry the entire turkey. This is the second way we do it. 
This is okay. the second I've way we're doing it. I've it that way. I've never prepared it that way. Uh, there's another way where we, uh, I don't know how I, you call it, uh, we take like a paintbrush looking thing and mm -hmm. we douse it in, uh, in sweet and sour sauce and we paint. Okay. And the sweet and sour sauce has eggs in it as well. Uh, sure, yeah. It uh, probably gets very crispy. The skin becomes succulent. It becomes something. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I enjoyed it because we had so many people over. We had 13 people over. Uh, the doctor, the, the, the small town doctor, family doctor. He's, he's sure. our doctor, or the whole town's doctor. Uh, uh, he's in a wheelchair. He got shot during the war in his spine, and now he's in a wheelchair. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. He was 17 when he, uh, he got shot. Uh, but uh, we had his entire family, his wife, his sis, both his sisters, their their families, and everything. It was it was the best gathering I've ever had in so long. So I was like, so that's how it feels like to celebrate Thanksgiving. I was yeah, like, I, oh. lucky lucky Americans, we don't have that. <laughs> we only okay, have Christmas. Guys, uh, yeah. <laughs> If you're watching this on YouTube or uh, anywhere that lets you leave comments, tell us uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish if you celebrate. Uh, what's what's your favorite family gathering food? My my favorite uh, my favorite gathering myself uh, personally is uh, Christmas because that's the only time I get to have one of the most delicious things I ever had in my life. It's, what is what's your Christmas dish? It's not a dish. It's a pre-dish. What you eat before you have the main dish, the appetizer. Okay. The appetizer. To to uh, you speak French, right? Do I remember that correctly? Yes. Does this count as a uh, amuse bouche? Yes. Okay. What is it? It's an amuse bouche. Uh, <laughs> what it is is a smoked salmon on a crispy uh, toast. So it's a, a, a fish paste, the salmon paste? No, no, it's smoked salmon, you, the, the slices of salmon. Smoked salmon. Oh, like you would put a, uh, like, uh, like Nova like Lux on a bagel. Yeah, like it's like okay. ham. It's the same as ham. Okay. But it's salmon. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't tend to like uh, that kind of fish. But it's it raw, like it's raw. Do. It's smoked uh, raw salmon. Uh, okay. With uh, a little bit of butter on top, lemon, huh. lemon juice. That and, sounds very rich. Yeah, and the secret ingredient is Russian, pure Russian caviar on top. The black caviar. caviar. Okay, that's why it's for Christmas. <laughs> <sighs> you're so fancy, Steve. You're so fancy. Yeah, but I'm I can't not talking... believe you have me on your podcast and you eat caviar. You're so fancy. I'm not talking about the expensive caviar. You, you the stuff you get for like five bucks, ten bucks, the small containers, the circular containers. I don't think I know about this stuff. You'll have to tell me. Oh. I didn't know there was. I did not know that there was inexpensive caviar. Uh, there is now. I, I know. In Ireland, I used to buy a lot of them. Uh, mm. They were for two, three euros, uh, but uh, and they weren't fancy. But the fancy stuff is like. $50 for maybe uh, 30, 40 grams worth. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, but it's smoked, uh, smoked salmon on a piece of toast with 
uh, a little bit of butter, just a little bit. Uh, oh, I forgot another ingredient, uh, pepper. And yes. then uh, uh, lemon juice. And then the secret, the, the best ingredient of them all, of them all the caviar. Of and course. Since we're coming to Christmas, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. This is and Christmas. It, we Christmas don't have it. A in, lot of things coming. Yeah. So it, we don't have it in quantities. We just have sure. two slices each. That's it. And we forget it for the next it's, year. It's a treat. I get it. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is my favorite. My favorite. Uh, and since we we all gather and we sing the. Oh, holy night and stuff like that. Right, all the all the traditional Christmas yeah. songs. Sure. All the traditional Christmas songs, and then we gather uh, towards the end of the evening. We sit down, we watch a Christmas uh, movie. None of those Christmas ho horror movies or any of that. Just a regular horror movies. Yeah, there yeah, are. Wait, there are wait, a lot wait of Christmas. Wait a minute. Now it's time for a very very important question. What is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Very hard question to answer. <laughs> we do watch it from time to time, like every two, three Christmases, we watch one. Okay. But our favorite. Uh, there, there's, I'm sure you've seen all the arguments. You're a bigger movie buff yeah. than me. But this was a great time to bring that up. Yeah. What because... do you guys think in the comments? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I consider it a, a Christmas movie because it happens on Christmas. So. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, but my favorite Christmas uh, movie to watch is Christmas on Thirty Fourth Street. You know that's my mother's favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's very old and classic. It's a it's a never ending classic. It's, it will remain in history as one of the nicest movies. It doesn't have people. Uh, uh, killing Santa Claus or uh, technology or whatever. None of that crap. It's very down-to-earth. It's just a little kid. Uh, uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful classic, black and white. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I don't like the, the, the Christmas movies that they make today, like uh, uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Uh, um, uh, excuse me. Now a normal human being is suddenly uh, Papa Claus, and he, s he swears every moment he gets. And uh, are you talking about the Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen? That whole series. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about uh, a Christmas story? Everybody loves Ralphie. I don't know which one you're. I don't remember. Uh, the the one uh, with the kid. The little kid who wants the BB gun, and they tell him he's going to shoot his eye out. Oh, no, I don't know that. <laughs> oh, that's such a classic. I'll have to tell you. But, uh, you know, instead of Christmas movies, I want to see if I can get you to talk about this Christmas. Will you talk about this Christmas? In what way? This Christmas? Yes. Well, this Christmas, we don't know what's going to happen yet. We haven't put the tree up yet. <laughs> this, no, uh, this Christmas, there will be, for the, for the community out there, if they, if they really want to know, this Christmas, there will be something coming out uh, for zero, under the Zero Next banner. But other than that, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. Can, about can, we, can we give a hint, even just a little hint, a Christmas miracle? 
Yeah, Gnome Edition is coming back. I don't want to talk about oh! it. Yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've been pestering Steve to try Gnome and, and give Gnome a chance for... How long have I been talking about Gnome on Zero Linux? Well, quite a while. <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> no, but I have to warn the people, though. Uh, yeah, it's not a cure-all. If you, if you don't like KDE, it's not a cure-all. It's not a cure-all. Uh, that's the reason why the GNOME edition of Zero Linux will only come with four extensions only. The, the dash to dock, everybody loves. Blur my shell, everybody installs at, as soon as they install GNOME. Uh, iLures widgets, which is something to look out for. It's an amazing uh, extension, and it's only uh, a month old. Uh, okay. And the Arch update notifier in the, in the system tray. Okay, uh, and, and uh, that's it. So zero Linux hello does not come on. on no, that, correct. No, the tool we've all come to know and love. And unfortunately, our, I need to mention something. Terminal typings. No, but here's the situation with the whole zero hello mm. thing. It's currently up in the air because unfortunately the developer who created the Zero Hello is leaving, uh, leaving me high and dry. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I've been, I've been asking for, for a small little update for the past month, uh, and I have yet to see him do anything. He keeps pushing me, pushing me, pushing me away. I'm not saying anything wrong. Uh, I'm not saying anything bad about the developer himself. Maybe he's Sounds got, like maybe he's got some stuff going on. Maybe. I, I cannot say anything because he hasn't given any hints. But all I know is the tool is currently, I cannot, uh, the, the, here's the problem. The, the, the release of Zero Linux KDE will be tied to the tool. If the tool doesn't get updated, I have to postpone it until the tool is. Uh, right. Because uh, one of the major changes in the upcoming release of Zero Linux is the fact that we removed uh, MHWD, the Manjaro automatic oh, driver detection. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it no was causing. Uh, yeah, it was causing a lot no of issues. No more Nvidia breakages. Yeah. Please and thank you. You know how I feel about. Uh, yeah. What MHWD did to X.org. Every so. time you unplug the the monitor from your computer and plug it back in, you have to reset the settings and all that. Yeah, because now oh, this. I forgot. I forgot the other day. I. I do you remember when I killed my production machine because I saved xorg.com yeah. without renaming? Yeah. So I couldn't get back in and it would just kernel panic on boot. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So because of that, we had to, and plus it's not my project. I just took <laughs> it. I just took it. I mentioned it uh, by passing by to, to, the, to, to the Manjaro team. Uh, they were like, we can't help you because you, you, you're not using it as is, you're using a fork of it. So I was like... I mean, valid, but hey. I tried to use it, but I failed. So, well, uh, not I failed, it failed me. Uh, mm -hmm. So I decided to go back to regular old install scripts that will just pseudo Pac-Man the drivers. Uh, sure. Nothing but... wrong with that. And uh, Melissa's uh, doing great on Zero Linux herself. Uh, yeah, zero has cool. no strikes. I don't. <laughs> do you remember? She said uh, she was she was given uh, three strikes. 
Mm. Zero but, currently has no strikes. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so it, uh, since the tool has in the dri the driver page in the tool currently revolves around MHWD, I need the developer to remove and to convert it into my scripts, my my driver install scripts, and he has done. Are has you going to make it able to work with both uh, KDE and GNOME if you're doing that? I want to. But since the developer is has so much so much things on his plate and cannot update it as whenever I ask for an update, sure, sure. I just posted on Mastodon and on Twitter uh, my request for uh, someone to help me create another a newer version of the uh, of the welcome tool that I can modify easier because the current one is written in Rust and run, Rust is not easy for someone who does, doesn't understand code. So, um, and every time I ask the current developer of the current Hello uh, to teach me how to, to do things, uh, I, I ask him, is it possible to tell me how to change, to, to let it launch a script rather than a command because I want to change it from MHWD to a script? He, he keeps telling me, no, impossible. So what am I to do? I'm, I'm, I'm attached to, to, to this tool. Zero Linux is attached to this tool. So uh, if he delays, I delay. And I don't want to delay any longer than the 15th. People have been waiting for three months. So right. I don't know what to do. So I'm crying out now on Twitter, asking for people to help. But unfortunately, no, no one has replied. Someone, I got someone who will look into Hold it. Hold on, this week. sorry. Uh, I don't know if this will make it into the video. There's a blaring siren outside. Yeah, I heard it. Who committed the crime? Don't tell on me, Steve. Come on. You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> no snitching. Yeah, no snitching. Bitches are snitches. Uh, snitchers <laughs> are bitches or something like that. But oh, boy. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to delay more than the 15th. They've been waiting for, for three months. Uh, but sure. if, if I have no other choice, what can I do? Uh, well, maybe, I'll I'm gonna... maybe I'll release both on Christmas. Who knows? There you go. And I look, I got my I got my trusty stainless steel uh, distro drive just waiting. Ventoy. <laughs> uh, no, no Ventoy. I I have never used Ventoy for one of your distros. They always get their own disc, and it's this one. Oh, it's stainless steel too. Yes, <laughs> it uh, has a little. It flips out almost like a switchblade. Yeah. It's I had one of those. Uh, it was one side USB-C, the other side USB. Uh, you know, I wish USB-C was a little sturdier. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, it's very flimsy. When I attach it to my MacBook Pro, it always ejects for some reason. Mm. Yeah, see, it's always, and it's always the, the right yeah. here. Yeah. And it just... Yeah, I broke so many. Uh, they're very sensitive. Uh, yeah. But to get back to what, uh, what Christmas gift, it's zero Linux GNOME, like I said, but I need to clarify one thing. And we talked okay. about it uh, off, uh, off the air, but I need to clarify. You you, uh, full disclosure is good. So yeah. yeah, thank you for spilling the beans. I didn't think I'd get you to crack on the podcast, but thank mm. you. Uh, it's been going around, uh, but... There's another thing I need to show uh, the users. Is... Sure, sure. You show them 
uh, how or? No, I'm showing them the, this. Why am I charging for fast stuff? Okay. Yeah, yes. Let's get that right out of the way. It's, I just need to explain. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to talk. Uh, shit, but I just need to get this out there before it becomes uh, toxic because I know there's a lot of poisonous people out there. Uh, yes, I will be charging for 0G, the GNOME edition, but not the code. The code, as I'm showing the users right now, is free of, of charge. Mm -hmm. It's on my GitHub. The video guide is coming soon. Uh, it's already done, but it's not public yet. But it's a three-step process. You can build it for free if you really want. Uh, cannot uh, I don't expect everyone to be able to contribute to the project. Whoever cannot, they have the option. The code is there, free of charge. You can build the ISO yourselves. Just step one, two, and three. Three commands to type in the terminal, and you got yourselves an ISO. It takes some time, and I have to point out that they have to be on an Arch-based distro to be able to do that. So, uh, but there are a few Arch ISOs that, are, that won't be supported, like Manjaro, it's not Arch. Cache OS, they use uh, Arch v3 repositories, which can cause issues. KOS is not an Arch-based distro. It's its own separate thing. Uh, right. And Ardix does not even use systemd. So uh, in addition to the fact that they don't uh, use Arch repositories. So those four, uh, uh, Arch, I, uh, sorry, so those four distros cannot be used mm -hmm. to build Zero Linux. It's gonna, they're going to cause issues. Otherwise, like I, I showed in the video that will be posted soon, uh, I built the 0G the ISO on Endeavor OS. Why did you do that instead to, of building it on zero? To show the people that it's possible to do it on non-zero Linux distros. Makes Not everybody to has to be on. Some people are coming from a different distro to try yeah. zero Linux. So if you are on any, uh, any Arch-based distro other than these four, that you want to, and then you decide to, you want to build zero Linux, you can. The tool what about our, what about our uh, Windows friends? Can you use something like, uh, yeah, say Belina Etcher, will it build that way? No, uh, Etcher is How would you do it on Windows? No, building the ISO is not like flashing it on a, on a USB. Oh, right, right, of course. Yeah, but you can build speaking. it on, on Windows if you just boot, and this is a good question. Uh, you can boot any Arch-based distro. You can boot even Zero Linux. You can download the KDE version of Zero Linux. You can download Endeavor OS, whatever Arch distro besides these four. You boot into the live environment in a, in a VM, in mm -hmm. VMware or whatever, uh, or VirtualBox, whatever virtual machine you, you use. You boot into the live environment, build the ISO in the live environment. You don't have to install the distro. To, Does the live environment for Zero contain all the necessary yeah. tools to do the build? You know, so if they use Zero Linux, they boot into Zero Linux and they build on that. They don't need to add the, the extra repository, uh, Valen repository. It's already oh, on really the ISO. Cool. Nice. But nice. if they are on a non-Zero Linux distro, they have to add this repo to pacman.com. The step is there in the guide. 
Cool. It just takes two seconds, but they can do it on Windows, just they do it in a, in a virtual machine, which will take longer to build because a virtual machine is not the host. Right, it's, it's not bare metal. Yeah, so, uh, and I, in the video that I made uh, about the, uh, showing the people how to build the, the ISO, I did it in uh, on a virtual machine, uh, KVM, uh, on Endeavor OS to show the people that they, it can be done on other than this, uh, than zero Linux. Very uh, cool. So, and it worked without, without issues at all. So besides my connection issues, my connection crapping out because I did it after my Your connection's ISO. better today. I think we timed the recording better. Yeah. Don't, don't be so positive because it's almost 6.30. At 6.30, it's oh. gone. Okay. Uh, uh, how long do we have? We have uh, 45 minutes? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's easy to build Zero Linux for free. I'm not hiding it behind a paywall or anything. But I want to talk about this situation in general, Hi putting something behind a paywall. So, some people get angry when maintainers like myself put something behind a paywall. They start yelling and screaming on the top of their lungs, this is not false, this is not right, this is not allowed. What do you think? I think that there's a misunderstanding that there is no cost for the development of free software. That cost has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Whether it's the developer, whether it's the user, whether it's both, whether it's a community or a, you know, a grant. Look, look at there is, there is, yeah. Uh, to use something that gets tossed around uh, and spoken around, you know, with our, uh, how do I say this? I don't want to be political, but people that are very pro-military here in the States love to say that freedom always has a price. And I think that applies to freedom in any form, like free software, freedom. Yeah. Anything that gives freedom does have a cost. Yeah. Uh so, like someone said uh, on my Discord uh, server, uh, the FOSS world is currently full of consumers who do not truly understand FOSS or the nuances. It, uh, it has always been maintained that the source code and distribution would follow a certain category of ideology. However, the movement... Right, and you, yeah. you do provide the, the source code itself for free. Exactly. As you just got done saying. Yeah. However, the movement chose, uh, chose to not define anything about the time, effort, and support model for, those, uh, for, those, uh, for the ones creating the code. So yeah, right. we as maintainers, we're not considered. We're, we're, we're like, uh, yeah, he put something for free and it should always be free. Um, there are people uh, that are in, in my current situation. Like, uh, I am from Lebanon, as everybody knows. And if you look, if you bother to take two seconds to look at the news and see uh, what's happening in my country, you would then re, uh, reshape your thoughts. Because currently, we don't have power, we don't got water, uh, we're running on generator almost, almost all the time. And uh, we have a lot of other issues. I'm not going to go into the political side of, uh, of things. Right. But we are 
suffering over here. And now I, I don't, uh, uh, zero Linux is my escape. Yeah, and it's, Steve, it's, it's really one of the best tools that I use on the daily basis. Like, and I did it for myself and for the users because I saw, I saw other users that, uh, that are like myself that want something that just works. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes it takes a little bit more effort to get it to work because this is the nature of Linux and especially rolling, sure. rolling releases. Uh, but sometimes I go out of my way, like stay up until 2 a.m. to support somebody who in the States, it's maybe a five in the afternoon for them. So they want help with this or that. I try to help them as much as I can. But all that is taking a, a lot of time out of my day. Uh, and I'm doing all this for free, but I cannot do it anymore. Uh, I don't have a job. My store is, I'm closing the store because I'm getting three customers a, a year. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Yeah, Are well, you, I think you might. I hope you're exaggerating a little bit. No, not at all. Uh, I, I ended up opening all the products that I have in the store, and I'm using them myself. Uh, that's how bad it is. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, because people expect a router to cost five dollars, uh, when I tell them it costs seventy bucks, they 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 almost look at me as if they want to spit at me. Um, but uh, I'm closing the store. I need to monetize. I need some income. Uh, thank the Lord I have family contributing to, to our livelihood, but I'm 43 years old. I cannot keep relying on them. They're my, they're my younger siblings. So uh, not going to rely on them for life. Uh, so I, I need to become independent and start monetizing my own project my baby because for now that's the only thing i know how to do other than that is sales but sales pay pays peanuts so especially in the current situation so i'm trying to monetize zero linux one way or the other for now this is the only way i know of in right. in, in 2000 in next year uh, i'm going to start working on creating merchandise for people who want to support uh, the cause, buying a T-shirt. Wait, wait a minute, I get T-shirts. Yeah, T-shirts, mugs. Okay, all right. Water bottles. Then, uh, okay, so I think I not think a screwdriver, but <laughs> okay. Uh, what about a sonic screwdriver? What is a sonic screwdriver? <gasps> oh no! You might want to edit this out. I don't know what a sonic screwdriver is. It, yeah, you're gonna. You might want to edit that bit out. The sonic screwdriver is uh, Doctor Who's uh, like primary tool that he uses for a lot of. Oh things. yeah, my best friend, one of my best friends in the UK, he does. Yeah, uh, the nerd community will come for you, my friend. Role playing. They, wanna, yeah, they do. You might want to edit this out of the final podcast. <laughs> no need, no need. I just didn't know it by name, but uh, I know what it is. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. You just you're not a big old Doctor Who fan. No, no. But my uh, my one of my best friends that I, who I've known for 17 years, uh, he he does role playing Doctor Who. They have a gathering and they do Doctor Who. Uh, but yeah, uh, sonic screwdriver. <laughs> no, but uh, we will have. I'll try first T-shirts, see how it goes, and then we'll go from there. Uh, but yeah, I will, I will monetize differently. Uh, maybe at this point, the ISO, all future ISOs will be made available for free. Uh, but I just, I need to get a little bit money in. I, 
I did. I even did. I committed a sin. <gasps> Steve. Yeah. Please forgive me, people. Please forgive me. I subscribe to ad Google AdSense. You might see ads on Zeroelnik's website now. Oh no. Well, I had to. How I much did. of my soul do you have <laughs> in your Google? AdSense not me. Google. 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 Not me. Me innocent. Google is to blame. But I, uh, I, I, I had to because I need to make money, dude. I cannot, yeah. people, I need I to it. make money somehow. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Okay. Well, maybe, uh, maybe if you we were, can trade t-shirts. When, uh, when your t-shirts come out, we'll trade. I'll send you a box of uh, Snack Ops unit stuff. And you send yeah. me a box of uh, Zero Linux stuff. And and there's another thing I didn't say. By joining oh. uh, joining the twenty five dollar tier on Patreon, because people think I'm char I'm charging them monthly for a single ISO. No, I'm not because that twenty five dollar tier doesn't only give you access to the Zero Linux GNOME edition ISO. It gives you access to any future ISOs, side project ISOs that I work on, plus discount on the merch. Plus other Thanks. things. It's the platinum tier. Platinum tier means. So, so wait, are we going to have uh, zero pie? Zero what? Zero pie. Zero for the Raspberry Pi. I know. Oh, can, when when you said pie, it? Uh, <laughs> it might happen if if I get someone to teach me how. Uh, ah. And I know someone, but he's currently working on his own release. Once he's done, maybe he'll help. Right. He'll help. But that's all in the future. But for the near future, the $25 tier is a platinum tier. You get discounts on the, on the merch. You get uh, all future project, access to all future ISOs. You get uh, whatever I can uh, cram into that tier, I will cram. But th this is the highest tier. There is no higher than that. I'm not going to ask for $64, $100, $150. No. $25. So $25 a month. Yeah. But you're not going to fly to my house and personally fix my computer. That's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> well, I want to go there. Uh, <laughs> I, who knows? Uh, if I don't find a job well, over mean, here, I might go to the uh, States. No, I get it. No, I get it. But I mean, these are the kind I'm hearing, guys. Uh, some of the things that Steve hears are, are on the level with, you know, I'm, I'm joking, but I've, I've heard some things. <laughs> no, Steve, but you you've told me some of these uh some of the requests you've gotten. Yeah. Uh and we won't, you know, we certainly don't want to air what those specific requests are. People deserve their privacy, but so some of you guys need to sit down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um but we love you. Please sit down. <laughs> go go get a hug. But to summarize all this is, I put it in summary, uh, I summarized it, uh, sorry, uh, I summarized yeah. it, I'm going to read it out because it's a two-liner. Uh, if you just want the ISO, join, join my Patreon, details below, or help spread the word about Zero Linux by talking yes. about it, or help test, send detailed feedback, troubleshoot, or otherwise help contribute towards the, uh, my project and vision. There's many a, ways you can. It's a great project. It's so good. Just yeah. download it, try it. If you like it, please talk about it. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to read the whole entire readme here, but you can go to my, uh, the links will be uh, in, the, in the podcast show notes. Uh, but you can go over uh, over it and read it, give it a read. It's not very long. It looks long because the, the, the narrow space, but it's not. It, it just, I even used examples of uh, nine to five jobs to clarify it to people, yep. because I feel that's uh, comparing it to real world uh, things would make people understand better. Yes, yeah. yeah, I think that's good. Um... And I have to thank someone before uh, I go any further for, for this uh, text. I need to uh, thank Eric for pointing me to, uh, to Archcraft's version. He's, uh, Archcraft are doing the same thing. Uh, Archcraft uh, are selling their uh, code. They're selling actual code or configuration files, not code. Uh, configuration files to get one of their WM versions uh, built. So. Nice. He's the one who wrote this. I just used his as a template, and I optimized it to 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 work for Zero Linux. I'm not the one who wrote all of it, and that example to the real world, he wrote it. I just optimized it for uh, realistic in my case. Like in my case, I have to pay taxes for every donations mm -hmm. I uh, donation I get. Uh, since my bank account is in Ireland, I have to pay 23% tax on top of what. The, uh, the service I use takes. So mm. uh, when, when I, uh, let's say, for example, I sold tw uh, 20 people decided to pay for it, $25. I get $500, but actually what I get is $275. So, That's no fun. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if you compare it to a regular person working a nine-to-five uh, nine job eight hours a day for $15, uh, for $15 an hour, they get $840. I'm not even getting half of that. So, and I'm putting in more, way more hours uh, than a regular eight and uh, sorry, nine to five job. I'm putting 24 hours because people don't understand how long it takes to do research. Like they come, they say, hey, Zero, why don't you make a WM version of Zero Linux? Oh yeah, like I'm gonna spit one out in five minutes and call it a day. Uh, I don't use window managers, so I have to do a lot of research, a lot of building, a lot of testing, uh, a lot of uh, sleepless nights to get uh, to, to, because this configuration is not working. I need to get to the bottom of it. I need to ask people around. I have, I have to spend hours and hours and days and days and weeks to understand the thing they want just to be able to build it for them. Where's the money? Right. Where's no, the money? Of course. So, uh, if I ask, I'm going to talk to the users right now. Dear user, if you, put your, uh, if you put yourself in my shoes and somebody came to you and you don't have anything else to do, you don't work, you don't, the whole day is yours, and they ask you to build, uh, to, to build them a version of your distro free of charge, would you do it? I am sure, 99.99999% sure that you will say no. You will ask for money. You will ask for money whatever way it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up you asking for money. <laughs> That's, it's impossible for you to do it for free just to, uh, for bragging rights. Some people do do it for bragging rights because they, wanna, they want to feed their ego. 
Yay, I'm famous. I can talk to people. I can talk to uh, uh, Nick from the Linux experiment. I get all these. Uh, so I'm famous. Yay. That's all they care about. Okay. Power to them. But for people, real people who want to make and who don't work and they want to turn their, uh, their, uh, their baby into a viable mm -hmm. project, they will monetize it one way or the other. So please don't attack. Instead, either contribute or, uh, or I highly recommend to learn and build it for free. I'm not pushing you to, to pay. On the contrary. Yeah. Uh, the zero team needs more, more hands. Yeah, in, in, in the video I made about the, showing how to build the, the zero G ISO, I mention it. I do say you cannot pay for whatever reason, and I respect that. I highly encourage you learn and you build it yourself. That way you have your hands deep because I'm sure once you get cloned the, the build environment, you, you're going to be curious. You're going to open up files, edit files. Uh, where the nature of, uh, of mankind is curiosity. So uh, it's in our blood. We're curious. We have to open, dissect and learn. So you can do that for free. I'm not asking you or forcing you to pay for uh, uh, for the project, but if you can contribute, contribute not to get the ISO, but contribute for the sake of contribution to help the project survive for a much longer period. The less people contribute, the, 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 the shorter the lifespan of Zero Linux will be. If I get zero contributions, I'm, I'm calling it here. If by the end of next year, I, I, don't, uh, I don't get any contributions for Zero Linux, I don't see Zero Linux uh, surviving. Oh man. That yeah, be... it, it, this is out of my hands. Go back to Ubuntu, Steve. Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, it'll it, it'll have to die because I will have to put my time where uh, in something that will pay the rent, keep the lights well, sure. on, and yeah. feed uh, feed that little uh, oh sorry that big tummy of mine. <laughs> So, oh. yeah, unfortunately, it, the, the, the power is in your hands. You want Zero Linux to survive, you have to contribute. That's the only way to, to keep it. I, I cannot make it make money. Uh, I'm going to try, like I said, I'm going to try my hand at the merchandising. But how much you get for merchandising? I did my research. I get 10% per T-shirt. If I sell a T-shirt for uh, 30 bucks, that's what's 10% of 30 bucks? Three dollars. Exactly. I got three bucks per T-shirt. <laughs> it's not like it's going to feed me or pay the rent. Mm. So please, people, uh, don't see what I'm doing as a negative thing. Put yourself in my, yourselves in my shoes and you're going to understand immediately. That's all it takes. That's all I'm going to say uh, about the subject. I don't want to dwell too okay. long on, on it. But suffice it to say, for now, you want the ISO. You have to contribute one way or the other. You can only donate. You're not forced to join only the $25 tier. You can just donate via the, the fundraiser. I'll see your name and you have to fill in your name and information so I know who you are. Don't just donate as anonymous because there's a lot of anonymous people over there. Well, so, no, that's, uh, you know, some people don't want the credit, so. No, no, I'm not saying credit. I'm not asking for that to credit them. It's to be able to know who I'm going to send the ISO to. <laughs> Valid. So okay. uh, on the fundraiser, you can just donate once. You don't have to do the recurring thing. 
I forgot to mention that in the, in the other video, but uh, you can donate once. I will see who you are. I'll send you via DM the, the link to download the ISO and the links will only survive for 24 hours and they will self-destruct after. Uh, uh, and it's going to be per individual for now until I am able to monetize in different other ways. So I am able to keep the GNOME edition as a free ISO to download alongside uh, KDE. And uh, I'm going to say another thing that you're going to hear here first. In 2023, I'll be learning window managers. Which one will end up as a, as a zero Linux project? I don't know yet because I haven't begun. But one of them will be either awesome DWM or whatever window manager I decide on working on. That one will end up uh, part of the zero Linux family. Again, at first it's going to be a paid ISO or free build until I get myself, uh, I get, uh, until I figure things out. And yeah. then it might be a trilogy of, uh, it'll complete the trilogy of zero Linux. It's going to be two desktop environments and one window manager. And that's where mm. I'll call, uh, that's where I'll call it quits. I won't be able to work, maintain all, all I, three. I love that. I love that it keeps getting bigger. <laughs> it keeps getting bigger, but I need to put a, a stop at some point. The stop will be three. And Steve, you're, you're a tinkerer. You're not going to stop. Tinker for myself, yes, but uh, for the people, no. Because if here's my worry: if I put three editions out uh, out there for everyone to download, I have to support all three of them. the The distro is only as good as the support behind it. Right. So if I cannot provide support for uh, a certain edition, uh. I will, uh, it's gonna, it's, they're gonna fail. So I need no. to, GNOME I know much because it's very similar to KDE in a lot of ways. It's a desktop environment. There's nothing much to, I just know extensions and how extensions work and everything else is similar to KDE. But when it comes to window manager, this is, this is a whole other ballgame. This is a completely other sure, ballgame. Sure because of the configuration files that go into it, that's going to take me at least six months to get into. So don't expect anything soon. But for now, GNOME and KDE, those are the only two that will exist for now until I get situated with the window manager stuff. But uh, are you, uh, slight topic change, are you still on the NVIDIA beta drivers? How do you like them? No, I'm not. They I think the last time we got together on here, yeah, I, I mentioned had just had just announced the beta drivers. You don't they check your messages in the repos. You must not check your messages much. I sent you a link uh, to a topic where they released the final versions, with, which are different. Uh, I did. I did see that. I didn't know if you were continuing to use the beta. No, drivers no, the beta drivers are old now. The beta drivers are ah, old. ah. Now, the beta drivers were 53, uh, no, 525.53. something. Now, the, the, the final version is 525.60.11. Uh, and I pushed those as stable on my repository. Oh, so every, everybody uh, should have got them by now. Mm, all I can say is... For my usage, they work, but for you, it's a different subject. <laughs> it's a different story, yeah. sorry. For you, it's a different story. 
Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll probably, I'll probably do one, one or uh, two more streams, hopefully, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So uh, the Nvidia drivers are working for me, uh, albeit a little bit. I don't know if it's the Nvidia drivers or it's the kernel. I don't know what it is. But when I open terminal or open any window, you see this little stutter before it opens. I don't know what, yeah. what it is. I'm still using the same settings on NVIDIA, so nothing changed. Yeah. It's just a subtle stutter that I don't get where it's coming from. Uh, yeah, I've been playing with the KDE compositor and noticing kind of weird things, too. I haven't figured out what my ideal settings are, trying to balance performance and how smooth it is. Yeah, which which will allow me to transition into something I really, really, really wanted to talk about two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, please do. But uh, I know uh, we're running short on time, but I'd love to hear about it. It's going to be very short, uh, like 10 minutes tops. And then we're okay. going to call it close. Uh, but distro reviews. A lot of people recently, <laughs> a lot of people recently mentioned, uh, made videos about the subject, like DT, Matt, and others. Uh, yeah. How do you feel reviews about reviews? Are a, they're a, they're a hot topic with reviewers. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it. I just wanted to know to know what you think. I don't, I don't think that a lot of the reviews that I see are fair. Agreed. And I don't just mean, you know, even going past you as a distro reviewer, I mean people who are reviewing uh, Mac OS versions, people who are reviewing, you know, Ubuntu releases, Pop OS releases. What they're basically doing is throwing the ISO in a VM, not booting it up on bare metal. They're not, you know, spend, spend, 24 hours with it, spend a day with it, spend, you know, a while with it. Don't just, you know, pop up a screencast as you're booting it for the first time, comment on how pretty it is and call that a review. That's yeah. not a review. That's, uh, that's where it falls apart for me. It's why in, in, in a VM. Like dig around, talk about what doesn't work, you know, yeah, maybe you sure. have to, this maybe will you have serve. to search for a, this will serve as constructive criticism for the developer and the maintainer of the distro. Yeah. If something Anything. sucks, you know, if a driver's broken, tell us, you know, tell yeah. people. Uh, if, uh, if it didn't work on your hardware, talk about that. If it, yeah. you know. Become the user. On, become, yeah, it, become the yeah. user. Because here's my issue. How am I going to fix zero Linux, for example, as a maintainer? If... For example, reviewers, I cannot see users because a lot of users, I mean, very few users encounter an issue and report it on my Discord or my forums. They just encounter an issue, call it a day, uh, sorry, encounter the issue, uh, distro hop to another distro that works better and call it a day. But... The, the, yeah. the, the, the types of uh, ways of, uh, I, uh, that I can hear uh, about the issues is reviewers installing it on bare metal, encountering the issues. I would watch the review, see the reviewer encountering the issues, 
and address them quickly. But if you do it on a VM, nothing is going to go wrong. That's number one. I don't know if that's, that's not true. And when you say a VM, do you mean uh, just VirtualBox? Are you talking about yeah, VirtualBox uh, or KVM? VMware? KVM. Are we going as are we going as far as to include say you know gnome boxes? Proxmox. No, Proxmox. I never dealt with. I guess hypervisors like Proxmox, I guess, are going to be outside of what most people would think of as a VM. But I think of them in the same family. You know, your QEMU, your uh, help me here. There's there are other ones too. There's KVM. There's uh, mm -hmm. uh, no boxes. Sure, and I think all of those, depending on how you look at it, you could almost consider it as a uh, a VM. It's virtualization. It's different forms of virtualization, but it's still not the same as bare metal. Exactly. So uh, the 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 thing is, they're rarely going to encounter issues. And the issues they're going to encounter, they're VM-related. Like I encountered issues within the GNOME edition of Zero Linux, where there's an issue with Mother and Mesa, the current Mesa version. Uh, if mm. you try to, to boot the ISO with the regular option and try to install, Calamars is going to hang. Uh, but if you select the no-mode set where Mesa will not be loaded, of course, you can install without issue. And you can boot afterwards and enjoy. There will be a few glitches here and there, but it's all due to the Mesa driver and Mutter. Uh, we, uh, there was a patch applied by one of the contributors to, uh, uh, to Mesa. Uh, he fixed it, but it's not upstreamed yet. It's just a patch right. that he gave us, the maintainers, to use. Uh, but on bare metal, there's no issue. It's only if you try to install it in a, in a VM. So this is yeah. isolated to a VM. So no need to fix it. We don't, this is so down, uh, so unimportant that we, we will not look into it. What we care about is bare metal because this is where uh, the majority of the people are going to use their, right. uh, the distro. So uh, if reviewers would install, take the time to, there's those trays that you put in a five and a quarter base on your in your in your desktop uh, which allows you to put multiple uh, uh, hot swap drives you can oh put, yeah. yeah you can you put in an that. ssd install zero linux test it out review it and talk about the issues you might encounter on bare metal and then once you're done you eject that ssd put in your main ssd back and put into your own os and continue using it uh, yeah Tech is tech is crazy now. Yeah, the, the I have those. That, the I/O speeds that we have now and the portability we have now yeah. make it so much easier. I have those. I have one of those. And when I when I'm when I want to put a release out, before I put it out for the people to use, I install it bare metal on one of my spare SSDs. I hot swap. Uh, I remove my uh, main OS. People will be surprised that I'm still using the uh, July version of Zero Linux. I don't flash every version that I come up with, come out with, uh, because I'm the maintainer. I know how to convert whatever version to the latest version. But uh, I just swap the drives, install the the ISO that I'm going to put out, make sure it's going to work on my hardware, and put it out. 
I cannot decide that it will uh, that if it works on my hardware, that does, that means it's going to work on everybody's hardware. I cannot generalize because of the multitude of configurations out there. Sure, uh, sure. If it works on my hardware, to me, that means it works on people who have similar hardware. People, yeah. uh, people with different hardware, like laptops and so on, can download it, encounter the issues, report them, and I will help them where, wherever I can. But if I don't have a laptop, I'm, by the way, I'm soon going to have one. Uh, good, good. This is good. A free one. My brother is going to give me his old Razer uh, laptop from 2016. There is a part of me, I'm not going to lie, I want to say this before I head off. Uh, I've got meetings and things I have to get to. Uh, but I, I, there's a small, slightly sadistic part of me that hopes it's an Optimus laptop. Just a little bit. Well, it's not. It's it's a razor. Oh one. no! It's a <laughs> it's a razor. I don't know if it is. It's razor with Intel and Nvidia. I don't know if it's Optimus or not because Optimus is Asus, I think. Uh, no, Optimus is just what they call the hybrid graphics. You are going to be in a hybrid graphics situation. Yeah, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm pain. happy. I'm not happy because I'm gonna gain a laptop. I'm happy because Zero Linux will gain a laptop. It will, uh, it will put me directly in 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 the other the hybrid user shoes where I can troubleshoot yeah. and know how to get hybrid graphics working. And this this laptop has the 980M, I think, uh, as a okay. Nvidia. So it'll help uh, with legacy support then, because 980 has been legacyed for a while, right? No, uh, wait, no, no, 900 series and up is the latest driver. It's, oh, oh, they're, they're going to be the first to be cut then on the next drop. Maybe. Uh, but even though, if it does, that's good for me because I will then be able uh, to, to encounter the issues that other users are, will be encountering. Yep. Therefore, I will be fixing them. I'll figure out how to provide support for those users. So cool. Zero Linux will be gaining a laptop, not me. Zero Linux will. So uh, All right. I'm so stoked on that, but it's not before April, uh, end of April, but still. Oh, my dog joined us for about a second. <laughs> uh, I can't see that because you have been frozen for the past five minutes, but I'm leaving it because uh, a picture uh, is, be is better than none. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. I, so you can't see me? I can, can see you, you but you're me? frozen. But you're frozen. Oh no! Oh no, you're not. You're good. Okay. Yeah. We so, have, uh, dog action. Hey yo. What you called him? Uh, her. Her. Her name is Lita. Lita. Oh yeah, like a little Lita. Uh, yeah, I said it last and time. And <laughs> she's got a uh, skull and crossbones Christmas sweater. Oh, you reminded me of my Christmas sweater. It's a Darth Vader <laughs> Christmas uh, sweater. Nice, nice, nice. All well, right. Uh, but, I had a lot of fun, but I do have to go. All right. Before you go, before you go, I know you didn't have time to, to, to use a lot of tools. I'm just going to mention to the users my three little thingies of the week. Oh, sure. Uh, we can do that. Uh, they're unconventional. They're GNOME extensions. Because I've been using GNOME for the past month. <laughs> uh, it's not an extension per se. It's called Gradients. I'm showing the users uh, on the video. Uh, you and your eye candy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but what Gradients does, it has been updated. It fixed a lot of issues lately. 
Uh, it allows you to do uh, apply overrides since a libid beta doesn't allow you to theme too much. But this allows you to apply overrides. And so far, it's getting better and better and better with each release. Uh, if you want to use it, it's included, it will be included on the Zero Linux uh, GNOME edition. Uh, just find it in the application tray. Uh, but yeah, it allows you to apply color, uh, color profiles. My second one is a GNOME extension called Custom Accent Colors. Because uh, GNOME, when you use a theme, for example, let's say uh, some themes like Layin, do not ha yet haven't been updated to GTK4. So do uh, so as a result, you're going to end up with uh, I'm showing it. You see all these. You see all these volume slider colors. They, uh, uh, since Layin doesn't it wasn't updated to GTK4, they're going to be lib white or blue. Whatever, even if you applied Layin theme and the Layin workaround, it's still going to be blue. To get the purple of Layin, you have to uh, use something called custom accent colors. It detects the color scheme you're using, and it will apply them to all your sliders, your knobs, your on-off switches, and everything. It's really cool. It's a really cool extension, very simple. And the last one is iLure's widgets, which is an amazing collection of... Uh, it replaces the quick settings with a much better designed one. Uh, and you have a dashboard, which I'm showing the users right now. You'll see it in the uh, once the video will be up. Uh, but it, it, it has a, a lot of, uh, uh, how you say, um, toggles. Toggle to reboot, mm -hmm. to restart. A ton to, of options. Yeah, yeah a ton, a ton of, of options. And it will show the play, whatever video or music you're playing, plus social media links, your memory you're using, the temperature of your CPU, and stuff like that. Uh, those are the three things that uh, I wanted to mention that I've been using for the past month while working on, on okay. GNOME Edition. Uh, they were, uh, and they provide a lot of flexibility and uh, makes GNOME much more useful, uh, usable. But yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's it for the week. And you, you didn't have time, I don't think. Uh, uh, oh, no, I've been very, very much on my computer well, using... Uh, what are your three things? Let's see. If I had to pick the top three things I was using on my computer right now for this week, I was using Ocular. Oh, yeah, the PDF reader, right? Yeah, I was using mm -hmm. Ocular to uh, view, edit, and save PDFs. Because uh, currently, you know, we're, uh, we're trying to save the house right now. So it's yeah. been a lot of back and forth with, you know, attorneys and what have you. So working on PDFs with that, uh, talking to people here in town about what's going on. So everything is PDFs. Um, yeah. after, after Ocular, I've been using Arc a lot to just zip everything up. It's you know, amazing tool, 20, yeah. 30, 20, 30 uh, PDFs at a time. Yeah. And you know, the compression Arc has is very good. Yeah, you can, you can really, really crank it up, and it seems to work in most places. Yeah, and, and uh, it's better than WinRAR. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, and uh, I've been using just plain old K-Write for a lot of my note-taking. K-Write is the, is the simpler version of K. It's just, yeah. it just does what it does. I didn't, and it need anything, I didn't need anything heavy while I'm doing... Uh, 
you know, fundraiser calls while I'm doing, you know, just conference calls, work yeah. meetings and things. And it's a lot lighter on resources than something like uh, Open Kate. Office or Libra Office. Or Kate, even. Even Kate can be sometimes resource-hungry. Yeah. Just, you know, it. I would use it where you'd use Windows Notepad. Yeah. Just, just a plain place to type mm -hmm. stuff and save That's it what I use. That's what I use. And to close things off, I'd like to remind people of your uh, fundraiser uh, as every oh. week. <laughs> Well, thank you. I did update it. You know, uh, yeah, I noticed there. it's it's been updated. the The goal went up because it, things got worse, and our unofficial deadline is uh, tomorrow. Yeah, our official deadline is uh, three p.m. Eastern time on Monday, and yeah. so I think that anything going into the GoFundMe would probably have to be there by uh, by tomorrow or we wouldn't have it available. Uh, anything else would have to go through uh, through our, our other options like uh, GoFundMe, then uh, Yeah, guys, if you... Venmo, it's, yeah. it's beginning to be time sensitive. So yeah. the podcast may, may change a little bit if I'm not around for a bit. Yeah, it, we might have a, another guest. So I'll do some solo episodes from time to time. I'll be talking to myself, and it's like talking to a mirror, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have a good-looking co-host, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll adapt, but please, guys, no. if, you can, if you can help uh, Jesse, uh, please feel free to do so. He's an amazing guy. I haven't met anyone uh, uh, more friendly than, uh, than him. Oh, and, oh shucks. Uh, he keeps, <laughs> You're he, making me blush on, on stream, Steve. Uh, you're you're a very you're a very uh, warm uh, person to be uh, to talk to. So, well, uh, well cool. So it's please. always a pleasure to do this. Uh, I I hate to to fundraise and run, but I do have to go. One last thing, I'm gonna close up now. Yeah. Uh, and the zero Linux fundraiser is still up. Uh, we're we're slowly uh, uh, crawling toward towards our uh, towards our 900 euro it's so goal. So good to see. It really is. But some people are, from time to time, donating. Um, hopefully more people would, uh, would donate. But yeah, it's still there. Links will be always in the description. So if you have uh, spare change, why not donate? Uh, and you'll be, if you donate 20, 25 or above, you'll be eligible for all my future projects and discounts and everything I mentioned earlier. With that being said, thank you, Jesse, for... Uh, Anytime, Steve. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you next week. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. And best of luck with everything. God bless. I'll and, keep you posted. And say hi to uh, Trekkie Melissa. Oh, me. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll leave you with this. Uh, she's made a meatloaf convert out of me. In addition to trying out Zero Linux, I've, had, I've been begging her to make uh, meatloaf almost every day this week because she introduced me to the only meatloaf I've ever liked. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, I will tell her you said hi, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Take care, my friend. Bye. People, I say take care, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for watching.